GMI of the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The information and analysis you need, whether you're a buyer or a seller. This is Radio Real Estate with Windermere real estate experts Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Brought to you by Windermere Real Estate. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Radio Real Estate right here on KGMI. I am Rick Todd, and she is... Good morning, Rick. It's Julie Brown. Lyle Sorensen, back again. Well, hey, yeah, I feel like a little Aerosmith here. I feel like I'm back in the saddle, back from Scottsdale, Arizona. I know. How was it? It was. you're not tan. Yeah, you're looking pretty pale. Where's your your (laughs) tan, Rick? (laughs) I had the gift of paleness, I think, is what uh, I was told once. You were busy inside looking at all those awesome cars. Oh, it was so incredible. And I have two iconic moments I'll I'll share with you guys. But uh, right now, I'm going to toss it over to you, Lyle. Let's talk the market. Let's talk numbers. Let's talk about it. The market this week. Man, 42 new choices coming on the market. We had 35 properties that got acceptable offers. The really interesting thing, though, um, the new listing, six average price, 642000 and change. Uh, the homes that got offers five ninety two, well five ninety three, and if you look at the square foot price, amazingly they're both about three forty eight. So there you go. That's something to keep in mind if you're getting ready to put your home on the market or whatever. Depending on your home, you know you're somewhere in that. If you look back at the thirty day cycle, forty six homes that went under contract about thirty days ago are closed this last week. Six sixty two was the average price, and three hundred and twelve dollars a foot. So what's interesting about that is that three twelve might be a better indicator than the three forty eight. Uh, one of the numbers that we've been following on the homes that received acceptable offers, a two percent price reduction before they received an offer. Only two percent. Yeah, an average twenty three days. But you know that's still twelve thousand bucks on average on on this particular sample. On the homes that closed, 4.63. And keep in mind, when homes come on the market and when they receive an offer, we don't get to see behind the curtain yet. We don't know what the contract price is. So that's why that 30-day price is important because that lets us see behind the curtain. So of the homes that closed this week, the average price reduction was almost 5%. Okay, 4.6. Yep. Yep. And... And and yeah. the the average the average price is six hundred and sixty two thousand dollars. Six hundred and sixty two thousand dollars, and that's going to get you a twenty nine year old home. Wow, about two thousand square feet, a little bit more, and the average lot size was almost an acre. Oh, that's nice. Well, must that, have, there must have been a big one in there. That's to, usually to, what happens to change right? to change the uh, average. Yep. So average days on market sixty one days. Not bad. Not bad. Not horrible, no. I mean, that's, you know, two months. Well, I'll tell you what. There was a home I know of. Um, it was on the market for a little over two months. And then they had three offers all at once. Mm-hmm. A cash and two, you, you know, know it, it, it's just. Well, and, and I know we tell people this all the time, especially when we're working with buyers. If you were interested in a home, there's this cosmic law that says as soon as someone gets interested, so do three other people. And it doesn't matter if it's got five days on it, 30 days on it, or 463 days on it for whatever reason. <laughs> they all come. It's true. I cannot it's tell you how true that is. Collective it, consciousness. What, I was thinking, why does this always happen to me and my clients, right? But <laughs> it happens to everyone. It does. You know, and it's, it, I'm not going to tell the story, but it's kind of like the sushi belts. story that I tell, right? It's like all of a sudden your home that's been on the market is the best choice that's available. Well, because if you look at it, 42 new listings, 35 acceptable offers, what's the difference there? Seven houses. Well, you you want to trip out 14 (laughs) of those acceptable offers were under two weeks. Yeah, let's revisit this. We're going to come back to this after this break. Great info, you guys. We'll be back on Radio Real Estate on KGMI.
Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar February 6, 2019. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's weight loss seminar. She lost 18 pounds and I lost 43 in eight weeks. It's true. He smoked two packs a day and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, Crazy. Enjoying exercising? Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis really works? It's amazing. I can breathe again, my blood pressure went down, and I've got so much energy. So much energy. And look great. Stop smoking, lose weight now, or your money back. Early bird special only $49.99. Join Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar Friday, February 23rd at Holiday Inn and Suites Bellingham. Weight loss seminar 5.30 p.m. with registration at 5. Stop smoking seminar 8 p.m. Learn more at markpatrickseminars.com. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I would like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probates, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and we can show you how to set your family up for success. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back to Radio Real Estate right here on the tippy top of U Street Hill on KGMI Studios. Yeah, we're right here. Rick Todd here with my co-host. Julie Brown. Lyle Sorensen. Hey, we were talking about the market. I think just some important things. Um, We're talking numbers. and, And I think in general, we're all starting to feel like this is starting to heat up. And and as realtors, we kind of know that. Uh, probably what we call the the Seattle ripple effect. We know that whatever kind of happens in Seattle um, eventually gets to Whatcom County. Yeah, like two years later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe a little sooner. Well, than one that. of the things that's <laughs> we happening about two years behind them actually is um, we're seeing that there are a lot of pent up buyers. They're waiting and they're waiting. And one of the things that our yes. awesome friend, you know, and absolute icon of this show mike kent always says when the sunshine hits the driveway oh that's when the buyers start coming out and i'm starting to see that you know and i want to toss it out to you guys it feels like things are heating up even the amount of time that that you know the houses are now on the market is starting to come down yeah and you know activity is starting to happen but there are I, I know you guys, like me, uh, I have buyers just kind yeah. of waiting for what they well, think is the right moment. People need homes, right? So you need a home. Uh, you know, some of the weather events we've had and things, some of the, some of the school closures, all that kind of stuff, kind of like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, it magnifies the, the excellence or the deficiencies of your home, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're coming into mm-hmm. spring and mom is like, you know, we should probably pull the trigger, you know, it's. You know, two kids ago when we bought this place, it's getting a little tight, you know, or we're getting a little little tired of it, whatever, and it's time. Well, and even sellers start to see, oh, the sun is coming out, finally. And, oh, it's it's February. I better I better make some phone calls and get some things rolling. Pretty soon, um, I'm going to get ready for my garden, and then it's going to be time to take pictures and get my house on the market. So I have an analogy, uh, maybe, and not in every... You know, all buyers are different, and there's different types no. of buyers. They're not all the same. But there's <laughs> buyers that um, when it's snowing and it's cold, they just keep moving forward. Kind of yep. like you, yeah, Julie, yeah, yeah. up That's on the true. mountain doing your snowboarding, Ooh. and you, cold doesn't matter. You're doing your whole thing. I hate the cold. In fact, right now, my uh, gas fireplace is getting a great workout. Um, <laughs> enjoy Don't it you while you can. <laughs> we'll talk about I just totally gas fireplaces. Put, put, on, put on extra clothes all but, the time. But, but some people feel like they aren't really ready to go until, you know, it feels, you know, sunny and, yeah. you know, nice and to get out and, and take a look, you know, at houses. It's just that their mood changes, you know, and it's uh, 
and it really is kind of a mental thing. Yeah, it is, you know. And well, and traditionally, right, people kind of wait for kind people kind of wait for the spring buying season, right? It's kind of like, "Oh, I'll wait till spring to bring my home on the market." Maybe it's just cuz I'm a contrarian. I don't know. Maybe but you know, I usually go, "Hey, you know, there are advantages to coming on Absolutely. When everyone else doesn't, right? And you was, know, it's back to the sushi belt. There aren't so many. There's not as many choices. To choose from. And I, the, cho- the choices in the inventory, right? And there's the still the people day. sitting in the restaurant looking for something good, right? So, <laughs> well, I, you know, I told you that, um, you know, I had uh, several clients that when it snowed, they wanted to go out and look at houses because they thought, well, no one else is going to go. Yep. And we'll have the first shot at it. Right. And I, I totally. Think it's so interesting because, um, well, we t- especially we- coming out of the competitive market that we've had over Absolutely. the last three yeah. years, you know, it's like limited choices, limited inventory. You know, even though some buyers are sitting sitting on the sidelines, they're still watching. I don't think we'll have the competitive situation that we had in the you know prior what you say prior couple of years. However, that said. It's definitely heating up, and there are definitely multiple offer situations all the time. Lately. Well, and people, it's it's back to normal. There have always been multiple offer situations. It's just that we went through that time when everything, everything was had multiple a multiple offers, offer. right? <laughs> you know, it's like we'll give you our firstborn. No, we'll give you both of our. Like, okay, people, let me ask you guys. Where okay, people, well, we we're, have our firstborn and our lastborn. Where people were waving their. Everything. Financing addendum. They're waving. They're dropping their shorts. They're waving their <laughs> appraisal. They're like, we will find some more money. We want this house. Okay, Lyle. Let me ask you this. And then Julie, I'm going to ask you the same question. <laughs> when you're at a client that was going for a house, you know, competing for a house, uh, what was the highest number of offers that were you know offered? When you your client was you going know, for a house, how many? I never asked that question, to be honest. Because but on any of your, how about on any of your listings? What was what do you know for? You know, I didn't see a ton, and 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 part oh, of did. it, part, I think part <laughs> of it is, I mean, I would rather have one really great solid offer any day than twenty seven crazy offers. That where a buyer's going to get cold feet because they're going to get past the auction frenzy and go, oh my gosh, what did I just do? And they go out on the inspection or they, yeah. there was no, they inspection. run away. If there was that many offers, they did not do anything. So inspection. what about you, Julie? Julie, uh, Julie's in a whole How, how many, how many <laughs> offers did, were you, were your clients competing with? So one time I had a condo and a, large cabin listed on at the same time and we did our offer reviews on the same day which was maybe not the smart anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we gain experience i i created a spreadsheet in excel and then i just entered in all of the terms and the uh, so for one of them i had 12 and for I, and these are second homes these are not people's first homes these right. these were second homes out in glacier and uh, the other one, I believe, had eight offers. So I was reviewing. Nice, twenty offers. Twenty offers on a Sunday night. Beautiful. I'm. I don't know what it is, but I had something crazy happen. I had. <laughs> I had, I had a um, client. They really wanted this house out in Sun Valley. Well, everybody else. What did price too. range? In the three hundred. Well, that's why. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a horrible price range because you're listen to with, this. Lyle. You're competing with investors. I know. Flippers, first-time buyers. You're and it's it all the stars aligned. Even in six percent, two yeah offers. Shut up. In, That's in Whatcom County, and my clients went seventy-five thousand over, and, and they still lost and cash waived everything. Did I didn't win? even get a Did phone call back. The person who oh. won it went a hundred and twenty thousand dollars over. Cash and let the 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 people who are selling it stay in the house for six months for free. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's that's crazy. Wow. Ta- that's crazy. It is. But, mean, but, but that's what I'm telling you. Right. Is that that was the reality? Right. We used to live in. 
and that um, it's not like that at all now. Like when you say it's a normal market, people are doing inspections. They're yeah. taking their time. They're, they're doing real, 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 real estate. It's, yeah. it's it's logical, rational. Well said. Thought out real estate. By the way, it's not frenzy buying. It's the, not an auction. FOMO. It's not, the people that, that fear of missing out, right? And the person who bought that up on Sudden Valley, it was a really cool place. I'm sure it was. It was, but it was. Overpriced, to, and to then they have over. that many, but to have that many offers, it had to have some level of coolness. Something, it was, was going on. It, it was really great. There had to be some. But I got to tell you this: you had to walk twenty six stairs down. Oh, you counted them? Yes, <laughs> to put the garbage out down ah, below. You're going to be strong. You're going to get your stairs in every day, and you're never. I hate to say it, but you're never ever going to get your money out of that. I mean, it yeah. went so far out. Oh, yeah. I'm, it, I've, you know what? I would never say never. Never say. Yeah, I, I got to go with Lyle on that. Okay. Never say never. But I love 20, that we can agree to, to disagree. disagree. <laughs> In other words, Rick Todd would never pay that much money for that home. I would never pay 120000 over something that appraised like 175 under. But would you install an elevator? <laughs> if my dad was involved and my dad bought it, he would he would install an elevator and put a big fountain. Okay, I know I'm just silly. Well, I know go. that's just silly. <laughs> you guys but, crack me. Up. Okay, so I went there. You know, but a lot of a lot of what drives our our housing prices, and you'll hear people say those darn realtors, they're jacking up the prices, and it's like it's not the realtors. It's people. not the realtors. <laughs> Let us clarify. The market drives the market. Supply and demand drive the market. Specifically, exactly what you just spoke about. That story in particular, the person, the realtor looked at the comps and priced the house appropriately. And the market with 100 buyers spoke. Right. That is not anything but the market speaking. No, it is. 100%. And and I think that's what we want people to understand. And that's why land use regulations Mm. and all of those kinds of things become critically important for what happens. You know, because if you look at things that get in the way of of supply, right, a big part of that is regulation. If you talk to any contractor, if Mm -hmm. you talk to any developer, Mm -hmm. sometimes they get painted with the with the bad greedy brush too, right? And so it's like, no, it's it's like if you actually have had experience personally getting a building permit or developing a piece of property or maybe doing a short plat or dividing a lot, there is a lot of time, a lot of expense, and a lot of heartache and grief that goes into that. So as an example, you know, you look at wetlands and how critical areas, and if, if you've done anything around real estate or, you know, development or anything like that, you're going to hear about that. You're going to hear about critical areas. And, you know, things have gotten to the point that you can have a field that's been a field for 80 years, a little stump breaks down and it makes a little divot and water collects in there in the rainy season when we get lots of rain. And somebody says, oh, that's a wetland. And it needs 50-foot buffers around it, right? So while mm-hmm. I... Rick, I had a listing. It makes less land. I had a listing out in Sudden Valley, mm-hmm. and um, it was a piece that was technically a commercial piece. Okay. Not only did they a land use person come out, walk it, and say, oh, there, there's just too many of these particular plants. Let's see, Sudden Valley, that would be a forested wetland. Uh, no, uh, of these particular plants or the, the gravel, the dirt. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out it's not even on the title. It's in what's called Lammerts. Mm-hmm. And so this is another special wetland designation that our county has that literally rendered the piece of property. And it was at like an acre and a half of commercial property. So you can imagine where it was near. Yep. Um, rendered it valueless. Yeah. Well, and that happens a lot, right? And what happens is that... If you, if you watch government and you listen to what they say and then you watch what they do when they tell you they want affordable housing but they cr- 
create land use regulations and environmental regulations that increase the cost of housing. And, and make mm-hmm. it prohibitive. It's like, so which way is it? Speaking of which way is it, what time is it? <laughs> hey, uh, when we come back, you guys, I'm going to share two iconic moments I had at the Barrett-Jackson auction and it does have to pertain to real estate in a big way. <laughs> and um, we're having a great time this morning. How to morning. make your garage more beautiful. Uh, <laughs> you will believe. This is unbelievable. And Mike was very excited to talk about garages. <laughs> yes, he was. He, Mike gets excited about talking about anything when he's had four cups of coffee in the morning. Anyway, hey, you're listening to Radio Real Estate right here on KGMI. Thanks for joining us this morning. Bellingham Cider Company, with local craft ciders and locally sourced Pacific Northwest-inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their caramel apple and tips up cranberry with spruce tip cider, plus other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be impressed with their menu, proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, guajillo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef or how about fresh Cascadia mushroom risotto. Yum! You'll appreciate the variety, selection, and flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy-free options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views in Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. A crisp company logoed shirt or uniform from Bergen. Whatcom County's local logo apparel experts makes your employees look and feel more professional. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery and all kinds of logoed promotional products. Unlike when you place an order online, Bergen's guarantees that your order will be completed on time to your specifications with a smile. Get your logo on the best brand names out there from North Face, Carhartt, Columbia, Russell Outdoor, Adidas and Izod, Van Heusen, Tommy Hilfiger, and more. Your employees will want to rep your brand in Bergen's logoed work apparel. And why not start a new company tradition with Employee Milestones Appreciation Customized Gear? Elevate your brand with Bergen Customized Company Apparel. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags and more. Bergen does it all. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours. Or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham. And online at bergenembroidery.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and mybellinghamnow.com. CBS News Brief. International reaction to the U.S. launching airstrikes yesterday in Iraq and Syria in retaliation for last weekend's deadly attack in Jordan. The Polish foreign minister says... Uh, Iran's proxies have um, played with fire for months and years and it's now burning them. Whole lot of rain on the way for California. Weather Channel meteorologist Kelly Cass told CBS Saturday morning. In Southern California, 8 to 12 inches possible in some areas of Los Angeles and Orange Counties. Los Angeles, we've got a flood watch that goes all the way through Tuesday. It is Democratic Primary Day in South Carolina. Campaigner Torian Small is in Charleston. Congressman Dean Phillips, he is expecting this to be a Biden blowout. He told me at one of his events that he expects Biden to win about 95 percent of the vote here. It is the first official Democratic primary of the 2024 presidential race. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Oh, yeah. Now that is music. Right? I I think this is one of the best rock and roll songs ever. Wake up and dance. Yes. That's Steve Miller. He's from (laughs) T-Town. I know. He he, he he matches. I I just got to say, you do not want to play Name That Tune with Rick Todd because you will lose. (laughs) It's amazing. It's like three bars in and Rick's already got it down. Doesn't yes. matter what it is. Uh, I love Steve Miller Band from Pacific Northwest. Anyway, hey, um, 
I was going to tell you guys about two iconic moments that happened in uh, Bear Jackson. Jackson. Please share. (laughs) So uh, one of them is, so Mike Kent, bless his heart, he got, you know, me a media pass. So with the media pass, you get to go to the media room and you get to have food and you overlook, you know, what they call the pavilion. And there's the arena and there's the pavilion. Pavilion, The arena is where they auction the cars. That pavilion is kind of where they show you know, there's just a bunch of cars, and, and they have the stage. Well, one night, uh, this band uh, by the, it was called Red Voodoo, and um, they started playing. I was up in the media room, and like, wow, they're they're pretty good. You know, was you're like a poor man's foreigner. I mean, they sound really good. And so, poor um, man's foreigner. Yeah, they weren't foreigner, right? Um, I'm holding it back, but that was funny. So anyway, um, I hold it back. So I go in the arena, We're all friends here, and I'm. Meet up with my friends, and we're kind of watching everything. And they're, you know, the night's drawn on. He goes, Oh, yeah, I think we're going to go home, but let's go check out that band. So we go and check out the band, and all of a sudden, there's tons of people around. And like, this is kind of crazy. Why are all these people here? And I look up on the stage, and I'm like, Wow, this guy, this guy is a really good, like, Sammy Hagar impersonator. Right, <laughs> and so I'm like, this guy's really good. And you I'll, sound like me. Then right? I look That's over. I, I look over, and I see this 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 Sammy Hagar impersonator must have a lot of pull because I think that is the bass player Mike Anthony from Van Halen. And um, so I tap the guy in front of me. Go, hey, that's not Sammy Hagar, is it? He goes, absolutely. And then up on the, the big screen goes <laughs> the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar. The iconic moment was. I got to watch Sammy Hagar surrounded by Lamborghinis and Ferraris saying, I can't drive. Drive 55, yes. I was going to ask you. It was crazy. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's, so, that's, my, that's so almost cool. as good as a ZZ Top moment. That's pretty rad, dude. The second iconic moment is uh, because you know I have Media Pass, I got access to certain things. Well, there is a, there is a, a car there. I actually think you could drive 55. I don't know. He wrote that in protest. But my friend Randy Farmer, who is on our sister station, KISM, and I, I do basketball games with, told me that Sammy Hagar wrote that in protest of when he got he got a ticket. It <laughs> totally makes sense. Wasn't it in the 80s? I identify with They made the federal limit 55, something totally absurd. Yeah. And then they changed it all back to 70, 75. It had to do with saving energy. Bunch of nonsense. Anyway. So, so anyway, I'm I'm looking at this car, and this car is at what they call a George Barris Custom, and it was made for the old TV show Banachek. I don't know if you remember that show. Nope. Nope. McLeod, Banachek, McMillan and Wife. Those, you know, they're all together on NBC. Were those like cop shows? Holy yeah, cow! Now we're now we're like really getting into seventies TV trivia. Anyway, so okay, anyway, so it's made for Banachek. George, for George, show that we George Papard. Was Banachek, who ended that's, up being... That's from A-Team. Yeah, so he was head of the A-Team. So anyway, what happened is I'm looking at this car. Lyle's dying. I'm looking at this car, and I see the I'm, guy... I'm just trying to figure out how to tie this all back into real estate. Oh, it's good. It's good. And I see this guy on the other side of the car, and okay. I look at him, and it's uh, it's Mike Anthony, the bass player for Van Halen. And I look at him and say, you will look great. In this car. So are you going into car sales next? Yeah, he was probably just like, what are you talking about, fella? So he <laughs> lowers his sunglasses slowly, looks at me and goes, hmm. And then turned away. <laughs> okay, I'm going right. to share really, so. really quickly. Here's the thing. Just like that story, whenever my husband drives the old Camaro, he makes a whole bunch of boyfriends. <laughs> right, Ladies, and, and do if not you want to know, and I'm gonna say, I'll bet a hundred dollars that there's almost no ladies that would ever even know who Mike Anthony was. I don't so, know what he looks here's like a little now. Tease, but little tease that you may or may not like. Another at tease. The, at Come the, on, at the end of the show, okay. Um, I will tell you the price. Oh, that Donald J. Trump's 1997 Lamborghini went for. Oh. Um, okay. But here's here's he actually here's what happened. You go to to something like this, yeah. And there's two things that people are talking about, and we're talking a cheap car. There was two hundred fifty thousand. Uh huh. I mean, we're talking a two over two hundred 
almost two hundred ten million dollars was spent. Well, think about it. It's it's they're rare. They're rare. They there was only a certain amount made to begin with. It's kind of like houses in Whatcom County. It's it's a piece of art anymore. And I will tell you this: the two things as you're hanging around people that they talk about at Barrett Jackson Auction are cars. And real estate. Houses. (laughs) Every one of these guys are talking about building building codes in their state. They're talking about Uh, development. They're talking about investments. Fascinating. And it it was so interesting to me because- because they're using their HELOCs to buy their fun cars. (laughs) (laughs) That home equity line of credit. But as Mike Kent said, he goes, there's money and there's a lot of money. Because those people who are buying those cars, you know, for sure are buying, you know, huge, amazing houses and well, investment at least, properties. at least huge or, garages. Or condos yeah. to, you know, uh, uh, those condos out in Ferndale. Uh, the man uh, caves. The man caves, yeah, to, to store their cars in. And their boats so. and their RVs and all of those fun things. So back to a kind of talking about land use and regulation. And, and demand, yeah. What? Uh, well, I mean, what else do you have for you us know, here? Charles, you brought in, you brought this in this morning, and so we're we're flying by the seat of our pants here a little bit. But so this is this is our um, Washington State Realtor, uh, yeah, Association so magazine. Got a really great display of the Senate and House bills that are in session that affect housing. So the legislative summary for 2023, actually, not 2024. Yeah, you know, and the funny thing about this stuff is it's always interesting to see what makes it out of committee and actually makes it to the floor for a vote. So a lot of times this stuff's a little bit preliminary, but something that's on everybody's mind, and and I, I will say that I think it's an oxymoron is affordable housing. Because if you watch what our what our government agencies say and what they do, the, they don't match. They, they, don't. they put regulations in place that make it more difficult to develop. Or restrictive, as it were. Right. It takes land supply away that you need in order to build homes. And so all of these things kind of fight against each other. You know, and then that goes to speak to the cost of our housing here, and that "quote unquote" housing shortage. Right, there's well, just a lack of lack of homes, and especially, I think the thing that's going to be premium and the thing that's kind of heading towards being a dinosaur is single family homes, right? Yes, because they've come out with the the new. Um, Use for all of Washington State, right? Well, yeah, I mean, or is it here's the, here's city the by city? It's just getting so difficult because of land use and all of those things. And even in single family housing, what you'll notice is the trend is back to smaller and smaller lots. So if you look at the old traditional 50 by 100 lots, 5,000 square feet. You know, for a long time, it was we were, you would see quarter acre lots, and then you see ten thousand square foot lots, and then seven or eight thousand square foot lots. Now we're seeing things like six thousand feet is a big lot, or you know, four or five thousand. Oh, man, you know what time it is already again? Oh my gosh! You're listening to Radio Real Estate. We'll be right back. Hey, you're up next. Ugh. My throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks VapoCool Drops. Yeah, Vicks VapoCool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks VapoCool Drops. You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to My Computer Career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up. Sweet. Are classes online or on campus? Both. Wow, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt! Oh yeah! 
Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Jackson, hell yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hell yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt! Yeah! Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Yeah! Turn it up! Iconic classic. <laughs> what more can you say? You know, quality never goes out of style. Hey, man. You know, there are certain songs. Is that Freedom Rock? <laughs> right. There are certain songs that just don't get old. And if you're doing a cover of this band and you don't say turn it up, then it's not a real cover, right? There there you go, right? <laughs> you <So>. know. <laughs> yeah. If you're out of the main street or the shakedown and you're hearing this covered and you don't hear turn it up, then uh, yeah, they're not legit. <laughs> Spoken by Rick, our local realtor music expert, Rick Todd. Thank you very much, Rick. You know, we're talking about things that drive housing prices because a lot of times... Realtors, developers, and greedy contractors get the bum rap. Oh, come on, why is everyone called get greedy? The, get the bum rap for rising break. housing prices. But yet, They're did you know, nothing. ready for this? Here's, here's a great factoid for you. 25% of the cost of new construction homes is directly related to governmental impacts. Land use regulations, oh, just permitting impact and fees, all of those things. 25% of that cost is governmentally related. That, and that includes things like delays for permitting and all of those kinds of things. You would think that's enough, but multifamily housing, it's actually more. It's almost 33%. Stop and think about that for a moment. So when our government officials are saying... Oh, we want you to have affordable housing. I'm like, great. Let's let's get that, those costs down to 5%, right? Let's make it easier to build. Let's make it so that people can, you know, if you want housing to be more affordable, let's increase the supply. So there's a bunch of legislation right now. Um, there's a whole slate of legislation. And one of the buzzwords you're going to hear is middle housing. So what are elected leaders are choosing to do is try to find ways to increase density. Okay. And so in fact, they're creating laws that are really going to change the look and feel of our cities. Um, House bill 1110, for example, would make it so that you can have a fourplex anywhere in any town over 75,000 people. So any lot that you can fit four units on, you can have a fourplex. Um, if it's in a quarter mile of a major city transit stop, you can have six lots. Or if you make two of them affordable anywhere else in that town, and it doesn't, this, what we have in front of us here doesn't say exactly what affordable is. No, these are and, just sort of bullet points. Of right. The, these are These are kind of the fast, dirty Quick notes, Crib right? notes, yeah. And so, or cliff notes. You know, cliff I mean, notes. that's huge. You think about it. And then smaller towns, right, 25 to 75, have a little bit less restriction in towns under, um, basically like towns under 25,000. So some of the small cities, literally you can have two lots, two units per lot in all residential zones. So everywhere would turn into duplexes. Yeah. So, so Lyle, share with our audience, that's the what. Well, what's important is the why. Why are they doing this? What what is what why what are they saying the reason they're doing this? Well, the easiest thing to do to make up for the impacts of long-term overregulation, I would say the Growth Management Act, I would say um 
environmental laws and restrictions and rules that have decreased land availability to make new to create new single family housing. So rather than sprawl, in order to or- meet the GMA requirements for housing supply, they're looking at these. And the intent of this is when they say middle housing, is their anticipation is that this higher density will be more affordable. So GMA is? Growth Management Yeah, Act. just want to clarify that. Also, maybe the Growth Restriction Act or the, you know, the original intent of that. I think, I think a lot of things that we do in land use and in housing and in a lot of things, I think are well-intentioned, but often end up misguided. And so we end up falling prey to the doctrine of unintended consequences. Right? I think that's well said, actually. You know, it's 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 well because it, I don't it, think it, they go into ideas with malice. It's it's meant to keep trees on the hillsides, berries in the in the farm, cows making milk, and not turning it but all. But they're also making not it make, harder for farmers to do their job. I mean, well, that part. You know, yeah. there's a lot of environmental restrictions that are actually taking farmland out of place. So, you know, it's important as citizens to pay attention to what our legislature's doing in Olympia, Um, doing for us sometimes and doing to us other times, you know? And so, you know, if you care about housing, then you have to stay engaged in this, pay attention, right? Uh, What was that? So what what are some of those other ones, Jules? I was going to say to speak to uh, House Bill 1110 that you just mentioned, so what it allows gen, in general is for people, let's just say people in Bellingham, they could put an ADU, which is an auxiliary dwelling well, unit. Well, and they've actually got it, yeah. On their, like you got a house and you have a little uh, garage on the back alley. You can turn that garage into. Or you can build another unit in the backyard. You could build you another. You can build another unit or maybe you want to take that away and put a new building with a newer garage and an apartment above it. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because we were just talking about unintended consequences. Yep. What do you think the ability to divide a lot will do to the price of that home? Well, it's going to make it cost more. It's going to it's going to add value. It's going to make and the prices higher. Are we they, looking at unintended consequences? No, but while they also are um, allowing condom condominiumizing condiments, condiments, condominiumizing. Condominimi- condominimizing, God, you guys, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Condominiumizing the uh, the unit, so you yeah. literally, right. so it can yeah. be sold separately. You literally could have the the homeowner um, sell that portion of his lot. That's right. And then they'll have a, a like open uh, airspace condominium. ADUs sold separately. ADUs sold. ADUs sold separately. And this no is, batteries required. That's right. And this is a great example of, of you know, cause and effect separated by time and space. You know, where, where they actually, you know, um, years back said, hey, we want to do this to protect this. But, you know, not really thinking about the consequences that were coming. And one of the things we were we talking about. we play video about, games, not chess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the things that we've been talking about is now in the permit um, process, uh, you know, multifamily home permits are going to the front of the line. And um, hey, it's we got to continue this conversation. When we come back we from the do. break. Yeah, hey, you're listening to Radio Real These Estate. These pesky breaks. Oh, baby, on KGMI. Pack your bags. It's time for fun in the sun with Barron's Spring Break Getaway Giveaway. Any Barron purchase now through February 29th enters you for a chance to win. Whether it's a new comfort system, maintenance, or a tankless water heater, you could win a trip for four. Cabo, Hawaii, or cruising the Pacific. Picture yourself soaking up the rays with Barron's Spring Break Getaway Giveaway. And that's not all. Save up to $7,000 on an energy-efficient Daikin Fit Enhanced Heat Pump, providing year-round comfort that both heats and cools. Plus, it qualifies for the 25C tax credit. Or choose same-as-cash financing. Install today and pay nothing until next year. Every Barron purchase could be your ticket to a dream destination in Barron's Spring Break Getaway Giveaway all February. And Barron's Silver Shield members get 10 extra entries. Not a member? Sign up today. Don't wait for that ship to sail. 
Call now. Barron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. Visit BarronHeating.com for details. Bellingham Cider Company, with local craft ciders and locally sourced Pacific Northwest-inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their caramel apple and tips up cranberry with spruce tip cider plus other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be impressed with their menu, proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, guajillo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef or how about fresh Cascadia mushroom risotto. Yum! You'll appreciate the variety, selection, and flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy-free options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views in Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. Oh, yeah. Sammy Hagar. There you go. I Can't Drive 55. <laughs> I saw him perform that live. It was a week ago. Right accidentally. Yeah, accidentally. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Who does I, that, Rick? I, I do not know, but it was uh, it was pretty awesome. I've got to have an accident. That's not a bad one to have. Well, it's funny. It's so funny because then he ran, you know, put, played a bunch of Van Halen songs that I didn't really know very well. But apparently everybody there, you know, knew them all. And, um, well, plus he was selling his. Now I know your weak point. Of I know. That tune. I, awesome. I, I, best of both worlds, I remember from Sammy. But, um, but yeah, and he was selling a lot of his spiced rum there for some reason. That's why so, he was there. That's why he was, he was there. there. He's probably a sponsor <laughs> of the he event. Was <laughs> he, he wasn't was, there for free. He, he was getting his fee off the. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of this, I will tell you how much the John, spicy rum drinks. 19, John, Donald J. Trump, nineteen ninety-seven uh, Lamborghini sold for at the end of this segment. You keep saying that. Yeah, it's the tease. So yeah, hey, let's us, let's continue to talk about <laughs> about this whole situation. About uh, we were talking before we hit the break was um, yeah, so now ADU, ADUs. Yeah, and, and permits for ADU are. And multifamily are going to the front, and we've been told this, are going to the front of the line. Well, and just to let everyone know, and, you know, maybe pe- people don't know, um, if you have a a, two, a duplex or an ADU or three or fourplex, that's all still considered regular housing that yeah, you can it's... get a regular loan for. And if you have five units or more, that's that's, commercial. Con- that's considered commercial right, real right, estate. Right. And you need a different kind of loan uh, You know what's super cool, that. though, Jules? It's yeah. good you brought that up. Yeah. Most people don't realize if, if you're trying to build your worth in real estate, yes, one of the best things that you can take a look at is a, is a fourplex. And the mm-hmm. reason for that. I agree. Is they will apply 70% of the rental income toward your, towards your quali- monthly towards your monthly qualifying. Mm-hmm. So you go, oh, well, fourplexes are really expensive. Now I could never afford that. You might be able to. The only thing is you have to be willing to live in one of the units. And my best advice, if you choose to do that, is hire a management company and don't tell anybody and that Lyle, you own the building. Then they the, won't bother you on the weekend. The other thing to share with people, especially... <laughs> Um, maybe a, a, a for sure a first time home buyer, or maybe even a second home buyer. You can use an FHA loan to buy a fourplex or yeah. a duplex, and I think a lot of times people don't realize. Yeah, it gets that get down payment your, requirement way get, down. Get you a door, right? Get you get yourself a door. And well, and start if you adding were value. really if you were really ambitious and willing to live in multifamily housing. You only got to live there for two years until you qualify again. The way equity was and has been going and stuff, one. you know, yeah. you literally probably could refinance, buy another one, and do the same thing over and over. But the truth is, most people aren't willing probably to live in a fourplex. Right? And it's, it's a not their bit, dream. No, it's not. It's not a dream. But I don't but know. Maybe if it's a it townhouse. Is, it's pretty it's, nice. It's also it's also leverage, right? I oh mean, no, it is. And 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 that's it's about having a plan. 
and being willing to execute the plan and delayed gratification. What are you willing to sacrifice in the short term for long-term gain? That could be viewed as a bit of sacrifice, but it it wouldn't even take that long. You You can pimp out your own unit. You could do a five or six-year plan. Wow, how come yours is so nice? Oh, I'm friends with the owner. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the great things, uh, Julie, that you brought up that people need to understand, they can FHA. Uh, a fourplex. Yeah. I mean, and that's huge. It's invaluable advice because I think sometimes they, people don't understand what's available to them. And I think educating, speaking to that, Rick, is is educating your clients if they are first or second time home buyers, just giving them as much information and education of what they're actually available to them. What are your options, right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lyle. (laughs) No, but no expectations, only opportunities, right? So you look at life and you go, look, you know, and a lot of times I'll throw this out with people. I'll just say, look, man, it's not an expectation, but this is an opportunity, right? Especially, you know, if I'm contacting someone who's been in my sphere for a long time, you know, and, and that property comes up, right? That makes you think of somebody that happens to us all the time in real estate. Something new will come on. It's like, oh, I should, you and know, and, and, and it's like, hey, man, person. no expectations, only opportunities here. And, you know, in life, we got to watch for opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, that's one of those things. I mean, there's a lot of good things about these middle housing bills. I think it's good that good that we're focusing and looking at creating opportunities for people. Hopefully that'll be more affordable. I don't know that it will play out that way. You know, there are new building codes. Um I was talking to a builder yesterday that increased the cost of a new home by five to seven thousand dollars. You know, it's oh for the electrical. No, it's exterior. Oh, it's It's not that sheathing requirement. So they got to go to Zipboard instead of OSB. You know, that adds like five thousand dollars. You know, so there's all of these regulations, all of these things. If you guys find that at all interesting, we'll be back soon, like next time, and we'll pick all this up because there's a lot hey, to talk about. Oh, Donald J. Trump's 1997, $1 million it went for. Nice. How much are those new? I <laughs> hey, everybody. We'll have some more interesting real estate topics real estate. next week. On Radio Real Estate on KGMI.